0: And spirits and, and witches. witches. This is Monica and this is Shauna and we're your high priestess for this evening and it's the beginning of the month so you guys know what that means. It's Let's welcome true. everyone's favorite astrologer, our space daddy Jarrell. Hi. Hi Jarell. how
1: are <laughs> you today? I'm good, not too bad. It's been a crazy, crazy
2: <laughs> crazy, crazy time! It's only the second
0: of the month, and we're already in the crazies, huh? We're
1: already in the crazies.
0: Before we go any further, I want to wish Jarell a happy birthday. We're in your birthday month.
1: We're in my birthday. birthday, throw, birthday throw me a Space party, Daddy.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Make Thank sure you, you take a nice it. vacation for your birthday. I'm gonna. Good.
0: We we could throw you a party. I mean, <gasps> like we we could make that happen.
1: Oh my gosh, a wine, spirits, and witches party. Ooh.
0: I mean, Monica's already, like, halfway there. We've been uh, feeding yeah.
2: her tequila oh, all night gosh. already. That's, yeah, That's I'm, true. I'm almost two sheets to the wind, almost. Yep.
1: This is fun.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a good
0: episode, guys.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so just real quick, shameless plug, speaking of Wine, Spirits, and Witches parties, we actually do have our very first live show later this month at the Green Man store. Oh, that's right. August 27th, Monica and I are hosting the Wine, Spirits, and Witches tea party called Spill the Tea, where Monica and I are going to talk about our adventures and misadventures as being a witch and all of the weird shit that has happened to us. You guys can do a Q&A with us, and then we're actually going to teach you guys to a Strega spell.
2: Yeah, it's going to be fun. So come join us either by... Internet, online, or in person, live and in person. Yeah, so if you want to join online, that's actually a special thing just
0: for our Patreoners where we are going to be live streaming it for free for them. And also another Patreon perk is later uh, this month, well, before the the tea party, actually August 17th, Monica and I are leading the ritual on stage at Bell Book and Candle, my burlesque show. So again, our Patreoners will be able to watch that for free if you guys are in the LA area and want to see a witch's titty and then do some witch craft with me and monica come to
2: bell book and candle on the 17th
1: mm-hmm. what when's be there when's the tea party
2: the 27th of uh the 27th of august ah
1: okay
0: so for that you can sign up at the greenmanstore.com that's gonna be a lot of fun and i know i said a bunch of times that our patreoners get a watch for free um when we live stream it so just um a heads up, I wanted to say hello and welcome to the coven to Emily, Anthony, and Spencer. Thank you for joining Patreon, guys. We hope that you enjoy all of the extras, and it looks like we have some more extras coming with some rituals and all sorts of fun stuff, so welcome to the club. If any of you guys want to join, you can go to patreon.com slash witches and sign up. You get bonus episodes, spells, cocktail concoctions, bloopers, all sorts of stuff. Yes,
2: welcome, welcome, welcome. Sorry. Welcome. We have,
0: we have the dog doing sound effects for us. Yes.
1: <laughs> I was like, "What is going on over here?" Okay, Jarrell, tell us what what no, we. No,
0: no.
2: What wait, are we drinking? what are we drinking? Yes, what we're are we all drinking? drinking the same drink. It's amazing.
1: It's pretty darn good.
2: Yes, it is. It's a blueberry margarita. It's the midnight margarita. So good. If I like it it passed the test, you know it's good.
1: Yeah, it's very good. I like it. It's Yeah, sweet it's refreshing, right? And like tart in a good way. Right? It's quite refreshing, and it's strong.
2: It is woofy. Yeah. I
1: had like... Three sips and I'm feeling buzzed,
0: <laughs> but I'm a lightweight. Yeah, you, you're uh, like me. This is gonna be a really drunk episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'll try and get them to take a couple more sips before we really get started. Uh, <laughs> okay. Cheers to everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Ugh. birthday, Jerome. Thank you.
1: Happy birthday to Cheers. all you. Oh, thank you, and to all you Leos and Virgos in the month of August as well. Yeah. Cheers.
2: Yes. Drink down. Drink it up. Chug it up.
1: That's (laughs)
2: good stuff.
1: This is really good. (laughs) All right. I can
0: tell Monica's buzz because she's got lots of commentary so far. This is good stuff. I'm just (laughs) doing sound effects. That's all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, friends. So um, I know... I try to be pretty like fair with like all the transits and stuff like that. But I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If there was a month he wanted to hide under a rock, it would be this one. <laughs> okay. First
0: I'm of so all, like- that really says something because you're like so generous yeah. when you say that things are bad. And then the month happens and I'm like, you know, Jarrell really wasn't severe enough yeah. with that. So, okay. So, this is going to be fucked. Everyone get your cannoli. <laughs> Prepare for hibernation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and you know, this is kind of like the start of more crazy to happen too. So like, you know, I I can't say that for everyone it's going to be like... You know insane because you know like I've said before it really depends on your own personal natal chart and how these transits are gonna hit you personally so I don't know you know I can't speak for everyone but if we're talking about the general energy and like what's coming there's a lot of crazy happening this month and it all centers around our favorite planet Mars <laughs> So oh no. yeah he's the big player this month um, Where he ends up in some really um, strong aspects with a bunch of like planets in very prime places in the chart. Um, For the most part, we have Mars um, entering uh, Taurus. So, uh, right now, as it is, it's what is it, the first or second today as we're um, recording this? But, like, um, yeah, he's technically still in. Aries which he loves but on the third he's going into Taurus which is a sign that is a great sign but he does not love that sign uh that's actually the sign of his detriment so uh it's the opposite of like when you're at home and you have like all of the things when you're in your detriment it's almost like you're in exile you know what i mean so it's you're trying to do your job but you don't have all the things that you're comfortable having to do all the things that are necessary for your job you know so you know Mars he likes to go into battle with a sword and a shield when he's in Taurus he's given flowers and a dress (laughs) you know like (laughs) you know so it's a you know and it's it's a very you know Taurus is a very um I, don't, I think dainty is the wrong word, but it is a Venus ruled sign, right? But with that being said, it doesn't mean he's gonna be like you know, a pansy or anything in that. It's just, uh, it's it's a sign that's all about being grounded and stable, and you know, he likes groundedness. He likes stability in the way that he can fight, you know. But you know, if you try to tie him down, he can't like you know, charge. If you try to like, you know, give him something that's soft, he can't be, you know, tough. You know what i mean it's kind of one of those it's like he's he's not given the right tools to do his job because you know his job is to win (laughs) you know uh when it comes to your natal charts and all of that and you have mars in whatever sign remember his job no matter what sign he's in his job is to win so what are you gonna prioritize in your life what are you going to you know put all your best efforts into and prioritize what are you you know what are you gonna do to win you know to win at life what choices do you need to make for that and you know it's like when and we've been in this situation before where you know i think any of us can relate to this you know if you are just like climbing this uphill battle and you don't have the right tools like it sucks right you know what i mean it's like going into a meeting but you don't have like your laptop or your notes Mm -hmm. you know what i mean So anyway, he's in this sign, he's going into Taurus, and it's, uh, you know, it's not that it's a bad sign, it's just not a sign that he works well in. Um, And he's going to be in that sign for basically um, a majority of the month. Um, Yeah. Uh, So, and uh, anyway, the the way that August starts, it really kicks off with Mars. Mars is... um, gonna be in Taurus, like I said, Um, but then as he goes into Taurus at some point, like he's going to, uh, actually, let me just double check something (laughs) real quick because I think I might have misdone something, hold on.
0: Can I just say that as Jaw was talking about Mars (laughs) going into battle with like flowers and a dress, I immediately started hearing Tiptoe Through the Tulips from Tiny Tim. (laughs) And I imagine, right? And I imagine him like going in with like this bouquet of flowers and then he realizes that flowers and they
1: like droop. <laughs> okay. So I lied to you. Like he's, he's actually already in Taurus. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like, uh, misnoted that. So I don't want to, <laughs> I'm going to retract that. He's actually already in Taurus. So he's in a sign that he doesn't like. Cause I'm like, wait, how can he be going into a sign? I'm looking looking at my notes, but then he's going to go into 18th degrees. He doesn't move that fast. Oh, just kidding. Okay so sorry about that listeners but he's already in the sign of taurus but yeah so the way that this month starts out he's going to go into 18 degrees of taurus and this is the part that's crazy he's going to conjoin with uranus and he's going to conjoin with uh the north node um and uh the reason why this is crazy is we have uranus like we've mentioned before is the planet of extreme change of revolution of you know he's basically the tower card in astrology so get the uh planet you know the the planet of battle (laughs) with the planet of revolution and crazy things can happen so this doesn't necessarily always have to be a bad thing but basically what it means is if there's any kind of uprooting change a lot of times it can be for the better but in order for it to get better things have to be destroyed paradigms have to shift and mars is the one that's going to make it happen you know what i mean
0: so it sounds like the tower card basically yeah like it's
1: it's a tower card month and you know what's crazy i was listening to um other astrologers and reading different reports and there's a lot of crazy international stuff like this is hitting um uh, Biden and Kamala's charts like really heavily. It's also hitting Putin's chart really heavily. It's there's there's a lot of We've crazy with A lot of yeah, politically, mm-hmm. a lot of
0: stuff is very supercharged. And once you are talking, once you said Mars, I was like, oh no. Yeah. So I think we need to kind of maybe
2: just put some peaceful energy out right yeah no
1: absolutely i think that's a great idea do
2: you think the mars destruction coming in this month has to do with weather conditions as well
1: oh yeah definitely can you know so here's the thing i am not a mundane astrologer so when it comes to astrology there's different branches of astrology meaning there's different um, specializations um what i specialize in is an electional astrology and that's like reverse engineering a chart and looking for auspicious times to like do your magical witchy things right you know because remember everything that has a beginning has a has a no everything that has a beginning has a birth chart so if like let's say you know um person A and person B decided that they fell in love and they decided to officiate their relationship and, like, give themselves a title, you know, they're boyfriends or girlfriends now. That initiation has a birth chart, has a natal chart. So for all of you that are in a relationship, you're in some kind of, like, you know, birth chart thing. I want to so, look up
0: Boy and Spirits and Witches' birth chart now.
1: Yeah, because, like, me and my partner, like, we had a Gemini birth chart, like because the Sun was in Gemini when we um, officiated that relationship and so you know whenever I wanted to see what was gonna go on with a relationship I would just look at transits that were hitting anything in Gemini you that know what I mean so smart.
0: I would have never so, thought that.
1: but you can do that but you know here's the thing you don't always have to do that the trick is is just to look at your own natal chart so with a past partner that I had I knew we were gonna break up and you know why i didn't look at um the comparison between our charts i just looked at um i just looked at no i looked at mine i looked at my chart because when someone becomes really important to you they show up in your chart and i looked and i was like oh my gosh so there's gonna be some like pretty cool you know changes happening for me oh it looks like you know there's this like you know connection between you know my love life and my work and oh it looks like Ronis is there oh wait I know who my partner is oh shoot this is gonna have to do with work oh shoot this is gonna affect my home life too oh shoot this might happen so the that that is honestly like the trick to astrology like if you get good at like looking at these charts you don't even need to look at your partner's chart you just need to look at your own because if they're that important to you they show up in it mm, isn't that crazy that's crazy that yeah they sense. show up in it so uh, so so just one thing to remember and actually since that um time um since that moment that i realized oh i can see important people to me in my own chart I stopped looking at other people's charts
0: that makes sense to me though honestly because yeah like when you look at people that are super important to you they're very ingrained in your in life, your life. Yeah. exactly so they would totally affect your your birth chart or mm-hmm. you know I think maybe major events that happen to them would show up in your chart yeah. because it still affects you right.
1: I mean even things that you wouldn't think would be in there like your car oh, if you rely on your car for everything, you can look at your own birth chart and you can see what's going to happen to your car. It's crazy. Like, yeah, anyway, but yeah. So, um, (laughs) um... I forgot what we were talking about. We we're talking about August, right? Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm sure there was something. I'll remember it. But but yeah, the way August starts is pretty crazy because Mars is going to be hitting all of these different conjunctions, meaning he's going to be exactly aligned with Uranus, with the North Node. Now, the North Node, I don't know if I talk about the North Node often in, no. in here. I don't. Okay. So the North. there's the North Node. And then there's the south node and these are not planets they're actually mathematical points in the sky so if you think about it like this you have the Sun and the Sun has a trajectory right and if you follow the Sun along its trajectory it hits like all of the signs and you would call that trajectory um, his ecliptic now the moon also has an ecliptic too because if you follow her path around like the zodiac she has that but the thing is they're not exactly aligned they kind of crisscross. and at those two points where the Sun's ecliptic and the moon's ecliptic meet those are the points of the nodes so there's the south node and then the north node and the reason why these points are important is because they show up um, twice a year so Uh, when you have the Sun and the Moon aligned with the nodes eclipses are gonna happen okay and that's that's pretty much like why the nodes are important at least like astronomically you know that when the Sun and Moon um, align with the nodes an eclipse is gonna happen and we have eclipse seasons twice a year and whenever you have one eclipse You'll have another one two weeks later, and this will happen twice a year, and where the nodes are right now, they're on the axis of Taurus and Scorpio, so in the month of, you know, in the times of Taurus, that's when we're going to have an eclipse season, and then in the month of Scorpio, or the Scorpio months, we're going to have an eclipse season there as well, so... For all you Tauruses and scorpions. That's going to
0: be an intense time because we have Salon and the holidays mm-hmm. all starting in November. Like, yeah. And then we're going to put in eclipses?
1: Yeah, and then we're going to be putting in the eclipses there Ew. too. I know. So anyway, um, but we're just talking about the sun and the moon and that's when eclipses are going to happen. But right now the nodes are still... On the axis of Taurus and Scorpio so basically any planet that goes into Scorpio or Taurus are gonna hit the nodes now the signification behind the North node and the South node you can look at it like this the North node represents very generally where you're going and the South node represents where you come from okay
0: could that could that mean even like past lives
1: yes It could. It could mean like a whole lot of different things and actually the nodes are also very much associated with karma also, you know, so if like let's say, you know, the last time we had, you know, the north node in Taurus, you can actually look at the cycles, you know, so what happened during that eclipse season when the north node was in Taurus and certain planets hit? certain things will initiate things will change but then they'll have a cycle and so by the next time it reaches back and it comes to completion did that cycle really finish and so things might come up again you know so um that's basically what the nodes are about um i think when people are really looking at the significations of the nodes it's really more about like um, when you're looking at it on a grander scale the North Node can represent the lessons that you're meant to learn in this lifetime. Whereas the South Node represents all the skills and lessons that you come into this lifetime with. Sometimes the South Node is seen as not great because it's like your comfort zone and you're trying to have a spiritual evolution, right? So the North Node is what you always wanna strive to like travel toward. And so, but here's the thing, anything that's associated with the nodes, big things change so it's almost like another uranus and it's in the same sign of taurus so we've got mars conjoining with uranus as well as the north node so that's why a lot of changes can happen this month and it's not necessarily great oh yeah i remembered what i was talking about before there were different specializations (laughs) of astrology so Mundane astrology is another um, type of astrology, and that is really more about doing the astrology, predictive astrology for world events, um, for cities. Um, If you wanted to predict if a war is coming, a mundane astrologer is the one that you would ask, because... They know all the things you can even follow weather patterns with mundane astrology it's crazy anyway i was mentioning before i was even like looking at different reports from mundane astrologers they're saying like earthquakes can happen this month there's like a lot of crazy stuff that the energy is there for but you know how that will actually manifest it could be literal or it could not be you know it could be very like you know metaphoric
0: i had a dream I think it was Monica. I don't remember. There was some lady that was, like, psychic. I mm-hmm. was like, by the way, I was supposed to tell you that there might be an earthquake coming soon. And oh, I was snap. like, oh, fuck. So, like, I did get that. So, I don't know where it was from. But here's just, like, my rule of thumb whenever I know that, like, there may be an earthquake coming. Yeah. Sleep with shoes next to your bed. Have your earthquake kit ready. And pro tip, don't sleep naked. Because you'll have to run out of the house and you'll be naked and you might be a little bit chilly.
1: Ah. Uh. Yeah. Or at least keep closing your car.
0: <laughs> well, that, well, I just think like for the 94 earthquake when L.A. was
1: dude, huge, it dude. was crazy.
0: We're not having that happen. We're oh not doing gosh. that. We're not going there.
2: But Monica, were
1: you around for that?
2: I just moved here. You just, oh, you moved, just here, moved here. Oh and I wanted gosh. to move back east after that happened i was like dude, fuck that, this
1: that was insane mm-hmm. it
2: was insane i thought it was the end of the world i had no idea what it was
1: dude it felt like it because there were also like all those aftershocks yes. some of them were just as, as big, but not as yes. long. yes it was terrible know? it was terrible dude long. i live at the time i was living in lakeview terrace and you know that's like right where the hills I are was there was were like Selmar, yeah. there were like landslides like Ooh. all these boulders like that was scary. That was bad. It was a that bad one. That was scary. One. And, yeah. like, I remember I was spending the night at my cousin's house. We were having a slumber party because, you know, we're at the time we were little kids. Yeah. You know? uh, but, man, I remember I'm <laughs> I'm so glad I was on the top bunk. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I I mean, it didn't collapse, but. Oh, shit. Damn, you know? Wow.
0: Well, what I learned from from that later, my I was talking to my cousin. We were talking about it, and I guess um. Her mom's boyfriend ran in and, and got her and her brother out of the apartment and everything, you oh, know. Gosh. So once everyone was out and it was, like, between, like, the earthquake and the aftershocks and everyone could, like, catch their breath, they realized, like, he didn't even know because there was so much going on. He Everyone forgot, like, he was naked.
2: <gasps> so ever since then I'm like, okay, don't sleep naked. Don't sleep naked. <laughs> yeah, that's funny that you should say slumber party because that night I had my daughter's friends over there was about six kids in the b- downstairs room oh mm-hmm. when the earthquake happened it was yeah. a mess dude a mess
1: dude you know like natural disasters like these are like scary. you know this is actually it's because of earthquakes like my parents raised us like always make sure that you have some cash on you yeah. because all technology will be down there's no way you'll be able to use a card right and if you need gas the only way you'd probably be able to get it is with cash. So have at least always like, you know, 40 to $60, if anything, you yeah, know, it's mean. sure. just a precaution <laughs> yep. that I think a lot of people they, wouldn't a, think about, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. but yeah, okay. anyway,
0: <laughs> but we're not going to worry about that because that's not going to happen. It's just going to be a, a teensy little shake and we're going to go, Oh, that was fun. That's it. That, that's, yeah. 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 We're witches. We're, we're manifestors, <laughs> It's fine.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the rest of the month, uh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, like, the way this starts, uh, August starts, is is pretty crazy. And the thing is, it's just more of the same throughout the month. Because basically, you know, you have these, like, planets that don't really move that fast. You know, like... Mars doesn't move very fast. Uranus doesn't move very fast. Saturn doesn't move fast. Neither does Pluto, but they're all in prime positions. And the reason why this is crazy is you have Mars going into this place where he's conjoining with Uranus in the north node. But wherever the north node is, the south node is directly across. So he's opposing the north node. Um, and what's directly across, um, f- oh, sorry, and what's squaring both of those is you have um Leo and then you have um, Aquarius squaring Taurus so they're at an exact 90 degree angle and so what's happening right now there's gonna be a point later in the month where Mars then squares the Sun and then there's gonna be a point where Mars squares Saturn and it's all in this month and that's crazy You know what I mean? So for anyone this month, if you've got a whole bunch of planets in your natal chart that are in a fixed sign, so basically Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, this this could potentially be a rough month for you. So... I mean that's all of us in this room at least. So we're just yeah, all yeah. kind of like all of making us just that made, like, face. A face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you know, trust me like I know I have a smile on my face, but there's nothing left I can do because like I've been making <laughs> that face the whole last week. I've been feeling my my stuff last week into like today. It's still going. So I just try to be as composed as I can, but oh, trust me like it's not a picnic for me either. And this is my birthday month, <laughs> like,
0: but you know what? That's it's really common so, for people around the birthday. Yeah, it, it is, and like as you build up, like mm-hmm. shit gets worse. Yeah, but then your birthday happens, and then it's like things get smooth again. Right. So just you're almost there. Ish, we're almost
1: there. Well, I have that vacation coming up. Where are you
0: going? Any more
1: fun? No, I just don't want to work for a week. (laughs) You know, like... do you
0: need to go out of town before they accidentally call you in. Girl, you know, like...
1: (laughs) You know, I was actually planning, like, a vacation out, and then I did a reading on it, and it said don't go. And I'm like, well, you know, monkeypox is a thing, so I probably should just
2: hang low chill yeah yeah
1: yeah so i think i'm gonna go uh visit my brother because he he lives like he he's in san diego we're in los angeles by the way but like so it it is a distance and i'm just gonna do something chill and low-key so i haven't seen him in a while like it's been a season so yeah
2: that's a
1: good thing that's what i'm doing what are you doing (laughs) Uh i
0: don't know apparently we're hiding under cannolis because oh my
2: gosh inside of
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, but you know what, though, there there are some nice placements in this month, you know, so I want to give you those positives, you know, on the seventh, there's gonna be a moment when Venus trines Neptune. And that's, you know, that's perfect, like, you know, date energy. You know what I mean? Because we've got Venus and Neptune, and some people will even say, or astrologers will say that Neptune is the higher octave of Venus. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, you put those two together in a really positive aspect, and it's just like, you know, the things that you want can actually, it's like your dreams manifest. You know what I mean? So we have like little things like that, and that's happening on the 7th, and that's a nice thing. You know what I mean? So um, there's also... Let's see what else is there. (laughs) Oh, there's also this really lovely moment too where we have Venus uh, when she enters Leo and this is going to be on the 18th. So I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Um, But she's going to be trining Jupiter, you know, and and Aries. And the other thing is neither of those planets, like they're not super, um, they don't hate being in those signs, but, you know, it's not where they thrive either it's just kind of like oh this is this is an okay spot for me you know i can hang here you know at least for venus and jupiter in their perspective signs but they're both in fire signs so this is like some fiery wild passionate like energy that's you know gonna happen on that day you know and um and that's the 18th and, you know, so i think that's good you know so so there's there's some nice things there's some nice things okay so for the rest of the month uh, <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, i'm not but um <laughs> <laughs> so but basically i was saying before we have these planets that are slow and they're kind of like stationed in all of the fixed signs you know you have uranus and the north node in taurus you've got the sun who's slowly creeping through leo you've got uh, and mercury there too and then you've got saturn in aquarius you've got the south node in scorpio and so these faster planets are literally gonna hit all of these oppositions and squares all at different times and that's why this month is gonna be so hard so like when we get to the 10th of August you know we have the Sun who's gonna reach that prime position where he's gonna be squaring Uranus and um, um, the North Node when we get to um, Let's see. Where's the other part? Oh, toward the end of the month, like on the 25th, we have Venus who's now going to enter a prime position where she's squaring those um planets too, you know. So, everything's going to happen almost like a domino effect. So, at the beginning of the month, it's like all Mars stuff. Mars is going to say like, "Hey, we're going to like initiate and like go into battle in ways that we don't like to battle." in Taurus right and then middle of the month the sun is going to shine and say like hey we're going to shine and it's going to be rough and we're going to shine light on all the things that are rough (laughs) you know and then at the end you know we have Venus who's like you know let's bring like love and let's bring like you know all the things that we value into a place that's tense so we have to think about what's really important you know what I mean, and that's 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 where it's tough. There's a lot of stuff that's gonna come up to the surface energetically, mentally, emotionally, even, and it's forcing us to like take a good hard look at like what we need to do to literally survive, because times are crazy, even outside of just astrology, and we're kind of like at that moment where we're facing the mirror, and we just have to look at it and just take responsibility for what we have to. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what this month is leading into.
0: Well, I just wanted to say that this month sounds disgusting.
1: Well, it's because no one wants to like... No, yeah, it's yes. being mean. <laughs> and
0: not only that, it has to happen when it's hot. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to just like do this during a fucking heat wave. Like that's just mean. That's gross. It's That's mean. That's mean.
1: I didn't do it, though. No, you have, you I'm have just, absolutely nothing no, to I'm do just the it. weatherman. Like, <laughs>
2: you know. You're just the, the uh, informer. I, yeah. I'm
0: just the, uh, I'm being the mystical Karen. I would like to speak to the universe's manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, so what I'm about to say, though, too, is like, you know, one thing that we can always look to as like witchy people is the celestial body, the one luminary that is the closest to us. And that's the moon. Moon still going to go into these funky positions, too. But, you know, as like witchy people, you know. When you're looking at astrology, you have the two luminaries. You have the sun and the moon. The sun kind of shows you what your fate and your destiny is going to look like. The moon is what you bond to to figure out exactly what you need. And if you need to change stuff, she's the luminary that can light the ways that are hidden. right? So we have an opportunity with the full moon this month, um, which is happening on the 11th. Um, and the moon is gonna, uh, be, it's gonna be a full moon in Aquarius. And remember when we talked about Aquarius and it's all about like being on the outside, being on the outskirts and being able to shine, you know, in ways that other people just can't. That's an energy, an archetype that you can definitely lean into to create and do magical work. That will support you in the times to come, you know, to help draw in and make, you know, what you actually want to happen to you. You know what I mean? Like to basically like set the tone um, to reflect, to be introspective, you know, for how you want things to be while you have light. You know what I mean?
0: Now you got me thinking i'm like okay how am i gonna do this what's gonna go into this you know this
1: yeah this is definitely like i wouldn't even necessarily say it's um it's i wouldn't lean into this full moon more for manifestation as much as i would like introspection You know what I mean um you you can definitely do it for manifesting things but I think like this particular one I mean it's going to be a hard month so you don't want to put a lot of like energy dynamic energy into effect when other things are crazy around you you know what I mean so I feel like this is more of a moon where like if you could lean into like really observing and like you know seeing what's going to be the most beneficial course of action to you, for you, you know, to make good choices, as you say. Like, this is the one to work with for that, you know? And if the witchy, magical manifesty things that you do uh, with that moon are about, you know, creating a change, at least lean into the changes that are appropriate, you know what I mean? Like, don't start reaching for things that are like, you know, mm-hmm not unreachable. unreachable yeah you know look directly at what's around you or within you and pull that out and let that be a guide for you you know um that's how i would use this full moon and you know the full moon in aquarius is badass too you know like i think Uh, like whenever you have a full like this axis of like Leo and Aquarius I think is like super cool because it's where you can really let your own inner or even outer light shine you know what I mean like you're gonna have um we we just had like that new moon in Leo that's an awesome moon to work with too because that's really about allowing yourself to shine to plant the seeds for how you can shine you know in the next coming months or year you know Uh, A new beginning for, you know, your sense of virtue and self, you know, but that just happened at the end of uh, July. But with that being said, (laughs) at the end of the month, you know, since we're talking about the moon on the 27th, we have a new moon in Virgo, right? Because the sun is going to go into Virgo on the 22nd and then we're heading into Virgo territory Uh, But the new moon in Virgo, I think, is super cool, too. I mean, like, all the moons are cool, like, in in their own way. And they all kind of, you know, um, have different energies that we can lean into. And Virgo is an energy that is very precise and analytical, you know. And this is a new moon where you can, like, if you did the work with the full moon, you can really, like put everything that you've discovered about yourself on the table and find ways to actually put put them into action with a Virgo moon you know what i mean because virgo is all about looking at every option that is possible and seeing ways out of things you know because as a mutable sign that's what mutable signs do they kind of gracefully help a transition Um, from something that started to something else that can start you know that's what it is to be mutable to basically end things in a graceful way (laughs) you know what I mean and Virgo is the the last um, sign of the summer season before we head into fall with Libra you know what I mean so let's let's look at the earth and let's look at our resources and see you know how we can get out of the messes that we're at because when we start Libra season later down the line, you know, that's Mabon and that's about putting things back into balance, Mm -hmm. that energy, right? So this is a great moon to start doing that prep work.
0: You know, as you kind of were just talking about that and taking us through that, I kind of just saw it all almost like a chessboard. Yeah. You know, it's like. That's kind a good of way of what looking it at like. it. It's yeah. like this moon is where you set up all of your pieces. Yeah. Is kind of what it, it feels like to me. And mm-hmm. then we just kind of go and play our game and assess moving forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you got to have light to see what's possible. So that's why this full moon coming up in um, Aquarius, uh, I think that'll be awesome to do that with. Yeah cool. to, to take yourself outside of that box. um. But yeah I mean I don't really want to get into like all of the nitty-gritty details of August because it's really just gonna be a lot of the same you know. Um, It's like I said before you have like the planets that move very slowly and then the faster ones one by one will hit it and it's like a domino effect. So I guess long story short You know, if there was a theme for this month, I guess, what would I call this month? This would be the month of trials. You know, this is where you are put to the test everything that you said you were going to do. Now's the time to find out if you can walk your talk. You know what I mean? Because shit's hitting the fan. What do you do? And it's hitting hard for some people, some more than most. You know, so...
0: You know, I realized as as you were, like, talking just now that um, you're talking about the fixed signs that we're going to get hit from this. I feel like I'm going to be, like, either it's going to be one of those things where it's, like, a negative and a negative makes a positive or mm-hmm. I'm just going to be a fucking trash can fire because it's all of my big three. I have Aquarius, yeah. Leo, and Scorpio. I'm like, oh, fuck, no. Okay, so...
1: No, I hear ya. I hear ya. I mean, I guess, like... Um. Trying to see. Wait, let me just look at something. Monica just
0: leaned into the mic and just made a face. That's that's (laughs) what she's had. She's just like "Mm."
1: That's so funny. Well, Um, I feel
0: like it's just a time like for patience and especially mm. like talking about like the introspectiveness within full moon. Time for you know what I almost want to say it would be a good time to uh water scry because I just like I feel like you need to be like still waters and like reflection. Yeah. You know, so that's what I would recommend for working for the full moon.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes when things get crazy, the best thing to do is to stand still, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, so like you can be found (laughs) or you can find yourself um, yeah, because I mean, there is more crazy stuff. So, <laughs> damn it. okay, so like the, the last crazy thing that is of note that I should probably mention. So we talked about Mars being in Taurus and how he doesn't really like care for that sign, right? Well, by the 20, 20th, um, he's actually gonna ingress into the next sign. Yay. So he won't be in detriment like at the end of the month, but he's going into Gemini. And so this is a sign that he doesn't really hate but he doesn't really love either but Gemini is a sign that is very active that is very dynamic and when you put the god of war in a sign like that he can go a little crazy. You know what I mean? This is a this is a sign where he's going to be overstimulated and there's some people that are kind of like worried about this especially with the state of how things are. You know, so people will be in this place energetically or the energy is there for actions being made that are kind of TM, you know, that's it's too much like this is a little bit over the top you don't have to be this crazy but that's the energy people are gonna want to act because maybe things are happening and you know when you get when you feel like you're backed against the wall anything is better than just like letting things happen to you so you go you know ball yeah, yeah you go balls to the wall ballistic and you know I think that's that's what astrologers are afraid of is like you know people will just go nuts You know what I mean? But, you know, there's a constructive way to do it too is, you know, just taking all that energy and just being creative with it, you know? But with that being said, the reason why this transit or this ingress is so important is because as soon as Mars goes into Gemini, he's going to start slowing down. And then in the coming months, he's going to retrograde back in through Gemini. Station direct, go through it again, and is basically going to be in Gemini for the next six months. Mm-hmm. So, and wait, yeah, because <laughs> retrogrades
0: yeah. too. Yeah, so basically, all right.
1: He's not retrograding this month, but no, it's, gonna, it's, ha- it's it's coming.
0: Yeah, okay. Because, see, I knew that at some point in the middle-ish of the year that Mars was going to kind of flare up, and mm-hmm. that was going to be a big thing for the yeah. rest of the year. For so the, that's what we've
1: we've started. That's That's what's going to start in this month. Yeah, so whatever energy, at least for all of you, that Mars brings in Gemini, you can expect that to be a long-haul energy with Mars for the rest of the year. It's... Crazy. I think
0: I'm going to try really hard to just be in the nobody talk to me zone and yeah. I'm just going to hermit. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, I think that's my goal.
1: Yeah, there, there is going to be a point, like at some point this year, where if you have a lot of um, planets and mutable signs, where you're going to be the effect, affected one and it kind of takes the leverage <laughs> off of all the fixed signs as it has been for this whole year. But yeah, there's going to be a moment. Wait,
0: what's mutable?
1: Mutable is. Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces.
0: Fuck yeah! I don't
1: have any of that shit. All right. So, so there's gonna be a moment um, in another month. Um, I think it might be around the time of the Mercury retrograde, which is gonna happen in the sign of Libra this year. So, how
2: how, does it go into the does it go into the Scorpio?
1: Oh yeah, it will. It will not uh, this year. I'll have to double check on that. Okay. I don't remember exactly but it you know the thing is is it it changes from year to year so you can always expect like when uh like let's say if mercury goes retrograde in like libra then that whole year he's gonna go retrograde in all the air signs and then he's gonna switch to the next element and then every element (laughs) every sign in that same element will get a retrograde because he goes retrograde three times a year and he switches from element to element yeah so this year it's the air sign so because um, i think we had that mercury um, retrograde in aquarius earlier right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah okay.
0: okay so monica you are our like saint of patience uh give us some words of wisdom to carry us through this bullshit take a drink first
2: yeah, let, me <laughs> let me take a drink first <laughs> The only thing I would say is to follow your intuition and go by what feels right and what doesn't feel right and stick to it and just follow it. I mean, I think that's going to be your best bet, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, just follow along with what feels right or wrong inside and and stay home. Basically. And stay home. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Stay well, out of trouble. Yeah.
1: You know what I would say is we can actually look to the archetype of Leo and we can do a little bit of story time. So, like... You know the energy this month which is mostly leo right really comes from the mythology of heracles or hercules as some people pronounce it and you know how he had like the 12 labors well the first one uh that hercules battled was the nemean lion and that is actually what leo is based around is the nemean lion so the thing is there was a city i can't remember the name of the city <laughs> that this um, lion was terrorizing and this lion was a giant lion like it wasn't like huge huge giant like bigger than a skyscraper like that like not Godzilla big but it was pretty big you know it's like the size of like a trailer you know like it's pretty big lion but this lion was so terrifying because it was wild it was untamed it's a frickin' lion, you know, its roar could be heard across the land. But what was even more terrifying is its skin was impenetrable, that anyone that tried to battle it, nothing could pierce its skin. So it was impossible to kill. And this was Hercules's first labor, was to kill this lion. And so the lion lived in this cave that had two entrances, and what he decided to do was trap it by trapping um by blocking off one of the entrances so that as he waited by the other entrance or exit the lion had to go through hercules and what he did was he took his club beat it over the head like really hard because you know he's a god of strength right so he could like knock it out even just for like a little bit he could get a good like stronghold around it and suffocate it to death because he knew that none of his weapons would work against him so Anyway, I know this, you know, out of all the astrological mythologies, this is probably the simplest one, but it also has a very strong message, you know. The idea here is we have the lion, you know, this thing that's terrorizing the world, like everything that's happening right now. There's a lot of crazy, but you have to use your wits and you have to put yourself on trial. You have to be stronger than what you're up against by using your brains, using your smarts. And that is the virtue of Leo. It's it's really not about being the brightest shining star, you know, because we all, you know, look at those pop astrology memes of like, memes of like Leo being like always wanting to be in the limelight the or is it the bougie diva. It's not about that. It's about being able to tame what is wild and unnecessary and violent. And sometimes if you let it run rampant, it will. So this is really an archetype about moderation. You know, being able to moderate what's going to serve you in your best light.
0: You know, I feel like this all really does go together, what you were talking about with, like, the self-reflection yeah. for the full moon and everything. And this with the story that you just told, it's really about using your wits to understand how to play to your strengths. Yes. It's really about yes. looking at yourself to understand how to get through whatever's in front of you. And I think that's a really fantastic message that we all need to hear because so often in life, the things... That are bothering us or our trials come from something outside of us. It's another person mm-hmm. or a situation that is affecting us. But where and you always hear, "You're well, you're in control of your life." And sometimes you feel like, "Well, how am I in, in control of this when I can't control anything around me?" And this, is, this is how this is where that comes into play. Is like look at yourself and look at your strengths. Use your head to look at your strength to figure out how to get through it. I love that.
1: So well said. I love that. I love you.
2: <laughs> I love you. I love
0: you. We love you. <laughs> Did we just
1: have a drunk "I love you" moment? We did. I'm buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. How anything smart came out of my mouth, I don't know.
0: <laughs> so here was an interesting thing too that I noticed is that you brought up again Hercules with the zodiac signs because yeah. you talked about him and Cancer. Yes. And so now we have him him with Leo. Yeah. So do we ha- take your drink? Because I keep interrupting oh, you. Yeah. But like after you're done is does he, his story bring any of the other like mascots of the zodiac up for us
1: let me think. Probably. Wait, hold on.
0: What are you staring at, Monica? I'm, I'm scrolling. this. Oh, she's just oh, like staring gosh. so intensely. Like, <laughs> what happened? Okay, you can show us that at the end of the episode. Go um, ahead.
1: I mean, probably. I mean, like he shows up in the Aries one for a split second. I think a little bit because the Aries
0: one still gets me fucking mad. I'm so very <laughs> upset about that. I mean, if
1: if he's not like an integral part of you know the the mythology, he he'll he'll probably show up in it. <laughs> you know, because all the heroes at some point you know interact with him so because he's so popular (laughs) he gets around he gets around (laughs) i know about popular
0: okay now i'm just imagining the the cartoon character hercules (laughs) like skipping and singing that i I, you know i wanted to say that i wasn't buzzed but my imagination really just (laughs) going tonight Yeah.
1: yeah oh yeah
0: so do you do you have anything else for us for this uh this, this wonderful, uh, this month. wonderful for month. this
1: this wonderful month. Um, no. Okay. okay. In I'm that gonna, case, I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. There
0: you go. <laughs> I can take that. We're gonna pass this off to Monica. So we had uh, midnight margaritas tonight, um, which Ricky made for his uh, Ricky's cocktail concoction hour for yeah. Patreon. And so there's some blueberry on the side of the glass, and Monica was just so intensely fucking staring at this so we're just gonna let her take it away and give us a i guess a little august reading or something
2: well Ooh. I'm, I'm just scrying this glass and it did make marks on the side of the glass so i was trying to figure out the message and the first thing i saw was a bat which is change and transition but it comes with the ticket of facing your fears so fear i feel is going to be prevalent coming in and you walk through your fears that which that's what you do you walk through them and when you look back it's not going to be half as bad as what you imagined um we do have a wolf in here which is a guardian and protector so call upon that wolf energy as well that's all that's all i got
1: oh snap that's good yeah
2: okay i mean this all is just like really
0: going together
2: the wolf does teach lessons and sometimes they're not always cushy and balloons and cotton candy so be expecting some lessons that are harsh but it's from a place of love, so there you go.
0: I just want to say that at the end of this month, I think we all deserve like I don't know a lollipop. Like, what's your comfort food? Mashed potatoes. We deserve lollipops and mashed potatoes.
1: Chicken nuggets. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck I need this,
0: something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: No. It's what my inner child always wants. Is okay. <laughs> chicken you know nuggets. That happy meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> So I have a question for you guys. And this is actually I think just gonna lead into my shout out for the month. So I remember hanging out with two of my friends. Um, one whose birthday is actually on the seventh. So happy birthday, mm-hmm. Annie. You get like the one good day of August too. So like <laughs> that's that, right. That's <laughs> awesome for you. Go you um when i was talking to annie and melina they're like the coolest pair of sisters ever and uh, melina just sent me this awesome little like care package of like awesomeness for me and felix and she addressed it to shauna the urban legend (laughs) which i love because i told them i want to be an urban legend i don't know what that's gonna be yet but i've just decided that i'm gonna be an urban legend
1: that's cool goals
0: Goals, right? School goals. goals. Ghoul goals. Yeah. <laughs> but w- what's your favorite urban legend? I need to know. I'm putting everyone on the spot now that oh, I think gosh. about it. Bigfoot. Th- does he count as an urban legend? I don't
1: know. Wait. Don't describe think. to me what an urban legend is. again.
0: urban legend. It's it's like the it's more geographically like to your area, mm-hmm. but a lot of them overlap. Like Gravity Hill.
1: Is mm. an urban legend, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah. then okay.
0: a lot of the times with the Gravity Hills, there always has something to do with like little kids and like a car accident or something like oh, that. Oh, I see,
1: I see, I see. Hookman
0: yeah, yeah. is an urban legend. Oh gosh, Hookman's my favorite because I feel like I've had a run in with him before.
1: Oh gosh, I don't, I don't know. Favorite? I mean, are any of them like worthy of being a favorite? I, you <laughs> like, know, I was just saying, I'm like, I wonder if like, any
0: of them are good. Like, are there are all urban legends scary? i mean i think so i mean i guess like they're horror stories honestly
1: now that you mention it gravity hill is pretty trippy i like that one
0: i actually got to go to the one in. i think it's technically silmar yeah that that was trippy it was super trippy
1: yeah that's the one where you can like put your car on neutral and it just like like, starts rolls uphill like yeah yeah Yeah. I, i did that with my aunt like, when we were kids, and I was like, this is crazy. Isn't it
0: crazy? I'm going to do that with Felix when he's older. Yeah. I, I don't nuts. know why. it Like, it's supposed to be, like, an optical illusion or something, right? I mean, I guess. But, but when but... you witness it, it's fucking weird.
1: It's weird. Right? It is weird. Yeah.
0: So, I haven't decided what kind of urban legend I'm going to be yet. I need to really figure it out. I think it might have something to do with coffee. I feel like there's going to be oh coffee involved. Oh, my gosh. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> not sure yet, though. So, um, if anyone has any... Uh, two cents to throw into that of what you think my (laughs) urban legends should include like i am open i am open for suggestions but my shout out is to annie and melina melina thank you so much for my awesome care package and for remembering that i am an urban legend annie enjoy the one nice day of august which is the day that you were born so we love
2: you and happy birthday my shout out is to my wicca 101 class for an awesome kick-ass ritual they did the other night i'm so proud of you guys you did so good you made me so proud and of course to Jarrell for his birthday
1: oh thanks Party! <laughs>
0: your shout out to yourself because it's your birthday. Because it should <laughs> be. Do it. Do
1: okay. it. Be like, I'm gonna shout out to me. I'm gonna shout out to myself. No, I'm kidding. Like <laughs> that, like that Snoop Dogg. Have you heard that? Like Snoop Dogg,
0: the Snoop Dogg like uh, acceptance speech. She's like, I want to thank me for putting in all this hard work.
1: <laughs> if I didn't do it, it would have never been done. Yeah. I would never been recognized. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. Good. I like that. Yeah. yeah shout no, out but, to Terrell. <laughs> sh- thank you. <laughs> but a shout out to, to you guys for, you know, having me come back every month. Like, I really appreciate, like, I really, like, appreciate even, like, all your fans, like, everyone at the Green Man. Like, I don't know that I have anyone specific, but, like, just thank you, everybody.
2: There you All go. right, you I know, like that. Like, Thank you. Yeah. yeah, if you come into the store on a day that Jarell and I are both working, you get to meet both of us at the same time, which yeah. has happened, right? Yeah, yeah, it has happened a few times. It has so.
1: happened, and oh, and I guess like spill the tea day. I'll, I think I'll be there. I'll be like. Closing or something, okay. right? Probably. Probably. Right? Probably. Yeah. Oh well, if
0: you come in on Thursdays, are you working Thursday still, Joel? Yeah. Oh yeah, so you if you come in on Thursday, yeah. you get all three of us now. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. And Fridays, <laughs> technically, because I'll be there Friday. Oh, that's true. A little bit. Oh yeah, I will be. Yeah, you will. Just,
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. Monica's had too much to drink, guys. <laughs> <laughs> come in any day, I'll be there. So. Yeah. basically. <laughs> like, uh... basically. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, happy birthday to Joel. And I just want to say Thank now that you. this is done. Um, so we are recording in what was originally Felix's room, but since he sleeps in my room, it kind of converted into like his playroom and our office. So like, we're like hanging out in the spare room now and the, the little couch that you're on usually has like a cover over it and it's Dahmer's chair. Oh. (laughs) And so for like half of this recording, Dahmer was like at your leg just waiting for you to scoot over just a little bit so he could punk you off the couch. Like he was waiting. He's like, I'm going to shove this motherfucker off so fast. I'm like, Domer, get back here. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Domer doesn't care that it's your birthday. (laughs) That's okay. We care. We care. Thank you. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Thank you so much for always coming and shedding your uh, planetary wisdom on us. Oh,
1: Of course. My pleasure.
0: And... Good luck, everyone. May the odds be ever in your favor. Right. Merry me. Merry part and, and merry me again. again.